found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Friday. This is the 18th day of February. Matthew, we survived. We did survive. Actually, I think we're kind of more on the light end of what was being expected. Yeah, that's what I, I asked earlier. You know, did this storm do what it said it did? Do what it say it was going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And my answer was, hey, kind of. Yeah. I don't think we got as much snow as we... No, that's fine. Yeah. We uh, still probably picked up, what, maybe two, three inches, mm-hmm. something. I don't know. I'm not good measure of snow could the kids have gone to school yesterday probably yeah, yeah. yeah and no early dismissal yeah but at the time you had no idea of knowing yeah. you know and and the forecast certainly from what we had from the national weather service and the winter storm warning that was issued certainly seemed to indicate it was going to get really nasty in the afternoon so yeah. what do you do and we got a bit of uh, some sleet and ice with it mm-hmm but uh, I, here in the city, the uh, the crews have done a fantastic job of keeping the roadways up. So for sure, and really, what we've got uh, are just delays this morning with one closure, mm-hmm. for schools are concerned, and then we've got uh, a couple of uh, corporations that uh, also took precautions, right, and uh, did some things. So if you uh, if it's been a while since you've done your list. Let me uh, let me get it pulled up here. Thought we could maybe do our list. All right, okay. so here's what we have. Delphi we is closed for the day today. Logan Sport, otherwise, <clears throat> we have two hour delays. Okay. Uh, Logan Sport, Lewis Cass, Caston, Rochester, Peru, Maconaqua, North Miami, Northwestern, Carroll Consolidated, North White, and Area Five Agency Head Start all on a two hour delay. Uh, let's see, Tyson two hour delay for a shift production. And Vanguard National Trailer. And again, a bunch of words I don't. Yeah. Plant 4 OEX <laughs> is canceled. Aftermarket and plant warehouse, two-hour delay. Okay. So. If you work yeah. there, you know what's going you know on. What the, yeah, yeah, you know what that means. We have no clue. No. We're just known as the A-team here. <laughs> the A-team. Which is terrifying, yeah. right? <laughs> A-team reports uh, on schedule. Yeah. Always, always. But do be careful because, you know, we do have, uh, you know, what moisture was already there is frozen. Right, right. Um, There's certainly a layer of ice under that snow. And the snow is very, like, it's very light and powdery and dry. Low humidity? Probably. Okay. This uh, is a sad statistic. Nearly two-thirds of Americans are still living paycheck to paycheck. At the end of 2021, 61% of the U.S. population was living paycheck to paycheck. That's down slightly from 65% in 2020. Hmm. Even among those earning six figures, 42% say they were living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. One financial planner says increasing prices are impacting a lot of Americans. Higher wages will help workers have additional cash flow to cover expenses. And yet, with higher incomes, often comes higher expense. You've got to have that boat. 
You've just got to have it. <laughs> you got to have a boat. <laughs> Americans oh, now I can't s- possibly live without my four-wheeler. <laughs> we now say that uh, we need to make roughly 122 grand a year to feel financially secure. Well, according to this story, you're still living paycheck to paycheck at 122 grand. Come on. More than double the national average, according to a separate report from Financial Services website, Personal Capital. So that's about double what uh, the average truly is. Hmm. So that would mean what? Roughly 60 grand is the average? I guess. So um, everyone's got high hopes. We've got high hopes. We sure do. And high prices. Yeah. Here's a cargo ship. You'll have to wait for a while for your vehicle. And oh, no. A car- oh, no. Cargo ship called the Felicity Age cut fire no. near the mid Atlantic islands, forcing its crew to abandon ship. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just picturing dudes jumping off the side. Forget the cargo. Let's go. <laughs> And it's like, we got boats. What are you doing? <laughs> just jumping off. The ship and uh, all 22 crew members have been rescued, but the Porsches, oh no, Volkswagens, oh no, Audis, mm. and other brand new cars left on board are still adrift in the middle of the Atlantic. <sighs> Gosh, wouldn't that be another Fast and Furious movie? <laughs> they, they go in there and start stealing cars off a. <laughs> Off a boat in yeah. the middle of the ocean. That's on fire. Yeah, yeah. They were expected to be delivered to North America, but they hit a snag when the ship's engine room caught fire earlier this month. Oh. So yet another cargo ship that can't make it. Man. Porsche Believes. Porsche Believes. <laughs> Around uh, Believus? Is that a brand? <laughs> Porsche Believus. <laughs> I never heard of that. A Porsche Believus. <laughs> it goes zero uh, to 60 in four seconds. Be the owner of a Porsche Believus. <laughs> they, uh, they think around 1,100 of their cars were among the estimated 2,500 vehicles on board. That's got to be a mighty large Man. ship. Yeah. Well, it's 656 feet long. Wow. A Bentley spokesperson confirmed that 189 of their vehicles were on board the Felicity Ace, worth an estimated $30 million. Audi said that a number of its cars were also on board the now-abandoned ship, but the company declined to elaborate on just how many. <laughs> You don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, that is for us to know. <laughs> what a terrible deal. Can you imagine? Here here you are, you hit you're making 122 grand a year. You're finally feeling financially secure and you say to yourself, "You know what? I'm going to go order a Porsche." So you go down to your local Porsche dealership and you spec it out. You get the brand new Porsche believe us. <laughs> It's in that that red color you like, and it's got all the bells and whistles. Now you must wait. Now you must wait to get your car, yeah. And now it's stuck at sea, burning up. Very sorry, sir. 
because you know a lot of people have probably been waiting on these. <laughs> For real, that's a lot of vehicles. And there's already been so many snags in the car market anyway. Let alone, <laughs> what a tough break! Wow, <laughs> you know, it's man. So, and nobody's on there fighting the fire. Now. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, Just leave it afloat. <laughs> that's a good point. Like, were there are there no fire extinguishers? Are there no like anti-fire measures on this ship? I mean. <laughs> oh man I just and I guess you know I'm, I mean we're we're playing but I mean obviously if it's an engine room you're talking fuel and oil yeah, and yeah. things can get out of hand in a hurry but you know but it looks like all those will be lost lost at sea no way I mean they can go I, I, they can go <laughs> retrieve them right fire are you, are you gonna have smoke damage are you are you are you will you find them on Is uh, it, aren't these things like find them on marketplace I mean, dirt cheap <laughs> I got a Bentley for twenty two hundred. That'll wear out after a while. You don't even know it's there. I'll tell you what. If I could get a Bentley dirt cheap, yeah, that smells smoky, you, I do it. it. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Yeah. It's six thirty one. Okay. We'll uh, take a break for news with Karen. We've got some uh, messages. A look at weather, which is uh, shaping up a little better. And uh, more tidbits, so stick around. This is Tidbits. And, of course, with our uh, music return, we thank the Matthew Paul... Starland Vocal Band. <laughs> With that, how's the group coming? It's not. Uh, is it? Oh, have you guys? Uh, well, I mean, just, you know, we had the holidays. We had, everybody had COVID. I mean, we just, winter storms. I mean, yeah. it's just been, it's been hard. Can't practice. No. But then again, who knows? Maybe I've been kicked out and no one's ever told me. I don't know. If you're a bass player, <laughs> let's see what else is going on. Now, aside from that, I am playing guitar at church this weekend. Okay, so excited right. about so that. You still get to play guitar. One of my favorite songs, "Graves in the Gardens." Oh. Okay. Ah. Right. Now, what did, are you it's, playing? Uh, you don't play bass there, do you? Occasionally. Okay. Will you be on bass on this on this particular number? No, I'm playing okay. guitar. All right. So you get to really cut loose. Kind of, yeah, for the song. It's it's pretty it's pretty jamming. Okay. Now, do you contort your body all over the place and put on a good show? I would do it more if I had a wireless pack. Okay. But I'm, I'm corded, and uh, I got to kind of You don't, you don't want to wrap there. up yeah. you know, and trip. Yeah. That'd be embarrassing. I, I totally would. I'd... <laughs> <laughs> According to this, nearly a dozen men associated with the Brooklyn-based Wu Gang were charged by Thursday with allegedly stealing more than $4 million in COVID-19 relief cash and then bragging about that scam in a music video. So what, they were like, yeah, we got a company. <laughs> I, <laughs> we got people. I don't know what it really required to even get that uh, stuff. 
The 11 suspects used personal info, including driver's license numbers, from 800 people. Wow. To submit unemployed claims worth about 20 million. Jeez. The gang members were able to flee some 4.3 million from the unemployment program between March of 2020 and October of 2021 as a part of that scam. A number of the suspects allegedly flashed stacks of cash on social media and then made reference to the scam in a rap video for the song Trappin'. That song includes the lyrics, Unemployment Got Us Working A Lot, a reference to that scheme. So why? And they may have got by. I don't, you know, it's like, why would you do that? You know, you just get too too arrogant. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I'm glad they got caught. You know, I mean, that's terrible that you're... And who knows how much of that's gone on, and it's just still undetected. It's just, anytime you offer a government program, they're out there to get you. We saw tons of it with the Katrina. Yeah, we did. Hurricane deal. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. geez. Uh, and with this, we saw it like right off the bat with this. Yeah. You know, people that maybe had a small business, but, oh, I have 3,900 people that work here. I need millions of dollars. And then they would go down to their Lamborghini store and nothing. Don't look for a Porsche. Believe us. It's not going to be in stock. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is bad news for you. Oh, no. Brute deodorant. Oh, no. <laughs> not brute. Anybody still uses that? Oh, I can't imagine. It smells so bad. Brute deodorant and sure antiperspirant. There's someone listening right now that's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it just smells weird. Unless they've changed the formula. Right. But back in the day, that, it was... it, you know, and I'm talking the 1970s. Sure. Okay. Sure. So maybe it's changed. But uh, that and the uh, sure antiperspirant sprays are being voluntarily recalled because of the presence of cancer-causing chemical Benzene. Mm. Boy, that's uh, that's not good. No, I'm glad I don't use brute. <laughs> you know, there used to be that Aqua Velva Menin. You know, I Menin. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of. They had this one where it was like tar you put on your armpits, <laughs> and it kept was that you from Mitchum. Yeah, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, Mitchum. it's like. It was like tar. That was like anti-sweat, yeah. like to the max. And it was just this brown, tar-like substance. So are you brand loyal when it comes to deodorant? Well, pretty much. Right now I use a, uh, what do you call it, uh, whatever those things are. <laughs> you roll the bottom. Yeah. Gets a little goop up there. A little goop. Well, it's like a you know goop that comes out. <laughs> so you're using like a gel? Yeah, like a gel. Really? I don't know what they're called. Okay. They got different smells. You know, there's okay. cool, cool whatever. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hip dude. You're not putting like, <clears throat> like just shower gel on your... No, no. It's a deodorant. Okay. <laughs> well, there we go. Like... <laughs> 
I guess this will do. <laughs> I think it's like Gillette. All right. Okay. Just. Okay. <laughs> but um, that recall affects four types of brute spray and two types of sure spray with an expiration date on or before August 2023. Now, I've not used a spray for, for a very long time. Wasn't sure. Is that the one that was strong enough for a man but made for a woman? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a brute. <laughs> because it's classified as a human carcinogen, mm. according to the FDA, exposure can result in cancers, including leukemia and blood cancer Jeez. of the bone marrow, as well as potentially life-threatening blood disorders. And, you know, I... You know, we laugh, I make fun of the brand, but I, it's serious business. Yeah, that's serious stuff, for sure. So if you use those products, uh, be advised of that. Here's a um, the story. Imagine this. A California man thought he'd uh, die when he fell off his fishing boat into the frigid Pacific Ocean. But a friendly seal showed up and helped get him to safety. What? The man who's a a sea urchin diver <laughs> blamed. No. How do you get that gig? <laughs> you tell grandma that at the dinner table. <laughs> and what are you up to now, dear? I'm a sea urchin diver. <laughs> Had expectations of you being a doctor. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, he blamed a lapse in judgment for the mishap that sent him falling off the boat into the Santa Barbara Channel in the middle of the night. He left the boat's motor running, and it quickly got away from him. Ah. Well, he started to swim as hard as he could towards the boat, but he was getting it was getting farther and farther away. That's when fear for his life set in. Then, all of a sudden, he heard a big splash... Which he assumed was a shark. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, I'm toast. However, a seal popped its head out of the water and became his buddy. The seal kept bobbling up and down and even bumped him several times in the butt. The man was determined that he'll swim to the oil platform, which he reached after about five hours. All thanks to that seal cheering him on. Dang. Crew members on the rig provided first aid before the Coast Guard got him to the hospital, treated for hypothermia, but Dang. he survived. Wow. A friendly little seal. How about that? Saved the guy's life. See, it's quite a story how we can interact. You know, seals, dolphins are very helpful. What if the seal was a figment of his imagination? It was never really there. <laughs> It really was a shark. <laughs> you know, it really was a shark. <clears throat> a friendly shark. A friendly little shark. Helped get him to, to safety. Here you go, buddy. Students eating at a Louisiana State University dining hall had their meal interrupted when a raccoon came crashing through the ceiling and then ran loose through the building. You know, coons have a reputation of carrying rabies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Witnesses said the raccoon crashed through the ceiling of the 459 dining hall during dinner time, and the videos posted to social media show the raccoon 
running loose through the dining area as students climbed onto chairs and tables. <laughs> One video shared on Twitter by LSU's student-run media, <laughs> Tiger TV. Tiger TV. Shows two men attempting unsuccessfully to capture the raccoon by using a trash can and a broom. <laughs> Jeez. Animal control officers were called in to the dining hall, and they successfully escorted the raccoon back outside. Oh, what a shock. What a... <laughs> Just suddenly, bam, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you're familiar with this or not. This is our final story. U.S. military pilot Gail Halverson, known as the Candy Bomber, for his candy airdrops during the Berlin airlift after World War II has died at 101. Oh, wow. Wow. He passed away Wednesday following a brief illness. After the States entered World War II, he was involved in being a transport pilot. His, um, you know, he got a change of orders, and he was sent to Germany to, uh, to help there. He offered them two pieces of gum when he first got over there. It broken in half. Such to see those who got the gum sharing pieces of the wrapper with the other kids. They just smelled the paper. Well, he promised to drop enough for all of them. Following, as a following day as he flew, wiggling the wings of his plane as he flew over the airport. Hmm. Dropping candy to the children. Started doing this regularly, using his own candy ration with handkerchiefs as parachutes. Soon other pilots and crews joined in what dubbed Operation Little Vittles. Wow. So this guy was the guy that started all that. Shortly after the war ended in Germany, 101 years of age. Got a photo of him in front of a bomber with his thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet he was a heck of a guy. I bet he was. You know, you're just looking at him there. 101, he was probably very nimble and still active. Right that brief illness but uh what a remarkable story you know after a long drawn out war the kids yep. you know and yep just to uh bring a little peace and tranquility and camaraderie i bet he had some stories not bad i bet he had some stories you know, just amazing yep so there you go that's we, cool we do have um some delays what weather. a way to end the show yeah man good stuff a happy good story there nice other than him passing well, away <laughs> There's that, but still. But, you know, he was 101. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's what we have. Um, We have one school that's closed for the day. That is Delphi. Uh, Otherwise, we have two-hour delays for the rest. Logan Sport, Lewis Cass, Caston, Rochester, Peru, Maconaqua, North Miami, Northwestern, Carroll Consolidated, North White and Area 5 Agency all on a delay today. There were a couple schools that had today as a scheduled day off anyhow. Oh, okay. So, if the list seems a bit short, okay. that's, that's kinda, the reason. That's part of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do have uh, Tyson on a two-hour delay for A-Shift production. And Vanguard National Trailer Plant 4 OEX has been canceled. Aftermarket and Plant Warehouse on a two-hour delay. All right. There you go. Matt, have a good weekend. Hey, you too, buddy. I'll see you next week. All right. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.